Hello, and welcome to The Relevance of Now with William Linville. My name is Michael Connell. Hey, William. Hey, Michael. How's it going, buddy? What's been going on? What's shaking? Everything's opening and vibrant. How are things for you? Oh, awesome. Awesome. Having a lot, a lot of fun watching all the unfoldments go this way, that way, the other way, and just really enjoying watching it all unveil itself, show itself, reveal itself, and just engaging with what is. Well, that leads us perfectly into what we're going to talk about today, which is accepting people as who they perceive themselves to be. And you just mentioned about going with what is and how I perceive how you communicate to us is you're communicating to us from the perspective of creator consciousness. And since we are this facet of creator consciousness, you're reminding ourselves of our true selves. And one of those aspects of creator consciousness is not judging. Exactly. Even though as humans, we're taught things are good or bad and right or wrong. You're assisting us to move us back to accepting people as they perceive themselves to be. And so can you start sharing about this higher level awareness of our creator self that is free from judgment. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a, tr- a real transition for us. Yeah, so right now, let's all just step back for a moment from anyone, everyone, and everything. You know, let's just take a nice, slow, deep breath, preferably with your eyes closed for a moment. Just take a nice, slow, deep breath in through your nose all the way down into your pelvic girdle. Hold, and now, like a deep sigh, just ah, decompressing, exhaling through the mouth. Now, as we open our eyes, let's remember that everyone is a facet of creators. Let's really look at everyone as that beautiful orb of light. Like right by their solar plexus, that's where the soul level sits. And as that interesting ball of light that they are, and then right through their heart, the beautiful facet of creator that they are, that's really, no matter where you're at on your journey, just kind of see, accept, or even imagine, or hold them in that place of light, that they are that facet of creator that they are. Now, let's take another breath, eyes wide open. Ah, Acknowledging there is creator right there before me. Now, let's be aware there's creator, but let's also be aware that there's creator Pretending to be at this, pretending to be at that. There's creator doing a this, doing a that, saying a this, saying a that. There's creator pretending all this other stuff. There's even creator having no idea that it's creator due to all the falsities that it's perceived, believed, 
and through experiences on and on created a it's almost like a veil uh it's like you put on one costume another costume over another costume over another costume over another costume and then you kind of got lost in the costumes just kind of forgetting who you are and right now it's kind of like the costumes are identities that you act you react you react you act and you're still a creator you've just kind of forgotten your creator and you're putting on all these shows basically pretending to be all this stuff and doing all these other things action words and deeds based in what you perceive others want you to be can you talk about how important it is for us to see the same thing about ourselves yeah so the reason i have you stop and breathe for a moment is to reconnect with you to go from thinking into connecting and feeling to literally break energy with the incessant thought forms of projection of protection and contemplation of what's going to be your next move unfortunately so much of it is in automatic pilot with the subconscious coming through the conscious mind through all the build up of emotion and so right now i'm having you take a breath to bring you back to you and to bring you up as you because every time we do this we create more and more spaciousness between the thoughts and more and more realization that you're in clarity that you're not the thoughts eventually the more that we play here the whole magnetics in the subpsyche the emotional levels they they lose their hold and then you no longer are contained controlled or even identified with these falsities of identities which are all misperceptions anyways i want to share that in my relationship this was a conversation we had that if we are all playing out this soul level consciousness in the based on how we perceived ourselves to be mhm and there's a lot of reasons why we believe and think the way every individual does that we were sharing with each other and agree in a sort of understanding and an agreement in relationship that in reality there's no reason to be upset at each other for behaving the way we do that we prefer not to behave that way and this understanding between us builds a communication that really assists in our transformation because while we do still get upset at how the other behaves in this transition it assists us in quickly moving beyond it because we're aware that we don't need to be upset exactly and you know what i find interesting about that michael it's like let's use something concrete like your partner may decide to have over amounts of alcohol your your partner may decide to smoke cigarettes or whatever else 
Now, it's interesting because how quick, bizarre, but how quick is it to be some odd way being made to be about you? It's like, well, they're smoky, which means, well, they're going to die. And it really means that they're not happy. It really means they really want to leave the planet. So, and it's really all about me. And what am I going to do? They're going to die of cancer and they're going to blah, 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 blah. And then this is going to happen. That's going to happen. And all of a sudden, it all became about you personally. It has nothing to do with them inhaling and whatever they're inhaling. It's all about how is their behavior going to affect myself? It's interesting because when you step back for a moment and you really become within your presence, it's like, look, if you want to have a cigarette, if you want to have alcoholic beverage or whatever, hey, more power to you. Now, send peace signals to the universe if that's what you want to do through clouds of smoke or whatever. Have a beverage, do whatever you feel as creator needing to do because it's bizarre. Alcohol, <laughs> I probably get a lot of flack for saying this, but alcohol doesn't create alcoholics. Cigarettes don't create cancer. Egos do. Right. It's not provable. I mean, we can get into science, we can get into chemicals, we can get into blah, blah, blah. But no, it all starts with why you're doing what you're doing. Right. And is it harming you or not? You know, there's so many levels to looking at why we think the way we do and why we behave the way we do. Is a part of us still being controlled by the ego, feeling like it has to do something? Yeah. It's kind of like the whole idea that cell phones create brain cancer or something. Is it the cell phones or is it your fear and your perceptions, once again, that create the issues in your body? This is, once again, mind over matter. And why are you doing what you're doing when you're doing it? Yeah, and this is the importance of moving towards our true self and really looking at these reasons why. We are so affected by how others are behaving. Exactly. And and how, once again, for some odd reason, it's made to be about you because it does not fit into your perceptional norm, belief systems, perceptional reality. But in all reality, it's still creator expressing, but yet it's still not personal. You know, to get to this place, I find it so important for us to know that everyone's a facet of creator consciousness. And yes, they perceive the world in a certain way, just like, uh, use me personally, just like I do. I have. And the process of moving towards my loving presence is looking at why am I upset <laughs> so that I can have the opportunity to question it. Uh, I now have tools to understand how to move beyond it because I know that that perception 
isn't who I am. Exactly. And that's the core of what you're sharing with us. And, you know, in one-on-one sessions and otherwise, you've assisted us in ways that we can see our behavior, (laughs) we can see our reactions, and then how we can move beyond them. And ideally, where you do not have an instantaneous impulsivity of reactions, because that's where you lose clarity. That's where you lose consciousness, because you go into reactiveness mode, which takes you into survival mode. And that's where you go into the parasympathetic nervous system, into reactivity, but never stopping to look at the scenario for what it is. And then you look outside and this dear one looks whatever, that dear one looks whatever. And it's like, if we were honest with ourselves, we'd stop, we'd take a breath. We would observe creator right there in front of me. We even ask ourselves, okay, right now, how am I judging this dear one that creates this reaction in my body? And then all of a sudden, you're going to start to realize, oh, they remind me of the situation or so-and-so or my mother, father, third grade teacher, whatever it may be. And that there was standing over there saying, what's your problem with me? Because it's not really about them. They're just creator doing what they're doing as the perceptions that they bought into. And where we step back for a moment, we take a breath and it's like, yeah, it's really not about them. And that's what you're sharing with us is that's how with our awareness and with the moment of in the relevance of now, taking a breath and connecting to our presence, we then have the opportunity to look at this whole situation and move beyond it just like that. And dissolve it just like that. It doesn't take processing. It doesn't, right? No. Just in the moment, our opportunity to see it for what it is, the truth of it. Yes, my body and thoughts think that way right now, but that is not the truth of how things are. Yeah, but I want to step back for a minute because your body is only reacting to your perception, to your thoughts. It's kind of funny because the mind and the body are innocent. Okay, that's the part I love. The other part is they're innocent, but now what are we going to, as consciousness, as creator, what are we going to adopt as and foster as the truth of ourselves. So I say adopt like, okay, you're now true. Foster is how long we're going to buy into that truth and feed that truth to be a reality, even though it's not the truth, but it's your truth because you as creator have said, let there be light and there was light. So you have creator said, okay, this is true. So now I'm commanding a truth. So I'm going to have a long-term repetitive experience until I wake up to see 
that maybe it's not so true any longer. Or until I decide, maybe that's not my truth anymore. I really appreciate how simple, William, you've just shared about how we can get back to our true self when we're acting and reacting so that we can really say things for how they are and move beyond them. And in my experience, the innocent party of the brain rewires itself. So this isn't even a thing going forward. Yeah, it's so amazing, Michael, because it rewires itself when we're not in tunnel vision. When we don't have anything that we're buying into, biting into as a locked in reality or judgment. That's why when you're not engaged like that, your body regenerates like that. Then you start playing with the frontal lobe of the brain, the midbrain, and the back of the brain, the right and left side of the brain. Then it's like a, a love wash rushes through the whole body. And your body now isn't locked up. It's not prepping for impact. It's not in protection mode any longer. Yeah, it's, it's so, so wonderful. When I was in meditation this morning, I was asking for what still blocks me from being my loving presence with others. And I love asking these broad questions because then answers come from my higher levels or just energies and feelings. And I get an opportunity to play with them, get the clarity, and just continue the unfoldment of my true self. Absolutely, buddy. And if you step back for a moment, take another deep breath, and ah, a deep sigh, you start to even realize, see, experience how much more larger, literally, and expansive, literally, you start to become. Because you're no longer just so tightly wound up through all these tunnel vision perceptions and realities of being so twisted up like a wound up top, so identified with the mind, the body, and the thought forms. Well, thank you, William, for really for talking about accepting people for who they perceive themselves to be. We've also talked about accepting ourselves for who we've perceived ourselves to be in the past up to now and the opportunity for us to move beyond, to really connect to our true selves and how to move beyond so that we can be our loving presence with what is someone else's perception of who they are and and what is perception of who we are. Absolutely, buddy. And thank you all for joining us. This is The Relevance of Now with William Linville. Please click subscribe. Join us next time. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.